we got to fight the feeling, and how long can it go on? That's all in the Rhyme and Reason podcast this week, episode 163. episode of the Rhyme and Reason podcast. Yep, this is 163 and I'm going to talk today about feelings. It's not something I do all the time because, you know, feelings change. And I'm going to talk about how there's a, a lot of hard feelings throughout the world. People having um, issues with each other and and I talk about how long can this possibly go on with the world, you know, just seeming like it's getting worse and worse. But I'm going to talk about both of those things today. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you stick around with me. This is the Rhyme and Reason Podcast. My name is Tony Funderburk, if you're a newcomer. And uh, you can find me at TonyFunderburk.com, talking about all kinds of stuff, sharing rhymes and reasons and songs for uh, kids and adults and family and uh, oh, my thoughts and mostly trying to think God's thoughts after him. So that's kind of what this is all about. It's why it's called rhyme and reason, because reason comes from your creator and logic comes from your creator. Rhymes, they can come from anybody. You know, I'm just another rhymer. But uh, well, I'm kind of getting off track here. I want to go back into fighting a feeling. How can you fight a feeling when it just comes so naturally, right? I'll give you an example. When I was in my early 20s, I wrote lyrics to songs with hidden meanings. I can't really tell you why exactly. I mean, even if I told you, it probably wouldn't make any sense to you. And then I look back into my old notebooks and I got to admit something to you. I hid the meaning to some of the lyrics so well that I'm not even quite sure where the meaning is. But that's kind of cool in a way because it gives me the same opportunity I offered to everyone else back then. You can discover your own meaning, and I can discover my own meaning. But these days, I try to fight the feeling to hide things in the, in the lyrics because I want my, my readers and my listeners to get it. I want you to get it and understand it and not make it like it's something cryptic and secret and maybe you'll never get it because I hope you can identify with it. And I shared how about 2,000 years ago, Another writer was attempting to get his readers and listeners to identify with his words, too. And he talked to them about their, their probable struggles with sin. And probable, not possible, they're probable. I know it's not a popular word, sin, but just because it isn't popular doesn't mean it isn't real. And the writer I'm talking about was a guy named Paul. Mighty smart guy. He was also known as the Apostle to the Gentiles. And a... That's you and me, just in case you didn't know. Unless you're a Jew, you know. But for most of the people that listen to me, I'm, I'm guessing that you're a Gentile of some form or another. Well, Paul wrote an amazing letter to the Romans back then about these struggles I was talking about, these struggles inside. He described how difficult it was to fight the feeling of warring against the law. Warring, you know, war. And the law in his mind. It was, it was difficult to fight that inside his mind. His description talked about how it was so difficult that 
as he said, what I will to do, that I do not practice, but what I hate, that I do. We went on for quite a few verses addressing the problem with the law, not being able to save you from sin. And Paul even used what appeared to be a self-describing strong phrase. He said, Oh, wretched man that I am. And it looks like he wanted to emphasize the point using himself as one who needed help. Right after that, he wrote, Who will deliver me from this body of death? Yikes. That's a pretty harsh description, wouldn't you say? But thankfully... Paul answered that question in the same passage in his letter to the Romans, and in the answer, it applies to you and me right here and now. You want to know what that answer is? Well, it isn't what, it's who. He said, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. And when you read that in the, uh, in the Bible, you'll notice that the sentence ends with an exclamation point. And Jesus is the exclamation point to all our despairing exclamations. So, I would like to ask you, why don't you just go ahead and let him help you fight any discouraged feelings you have today? He will. Okay? He will. I promise you, if you ask him to, he will. Now, I want to share a few lyrics. Uh, this There was a... Uh, see, I was going to write a song called Fight the Feeling. And I did write the lyrics. I never got around to making this a... Uh, well, I, I got to think about that. I think I did make it a song, but I never recorded it. And there are hidden meanings in it. And I'm just going to share a few of these. And if you want to if you want to read the whole thing, uh, you could go to TonyFunderberg.com forward slash Fight the Feeling. And it goes like this. The mirror is getting nearer, so we must protect our eyes. The sounds are going farther. You can't hear the baby's cries. There are biscuits in the oven and our friend will come to call, but I doubt if they'll remember, for there's nothing there at all. We've got to fight the feeling. The feeling traps us in. We can't pile our world around us. We can't scratch the itchy skin. We've got to fight the feeling. It's such an ugly thing. We can't make them all remember. We don't have the bells to ring. And I'll let you read the rest of it. It's not a whole lot more, but uh, uh, I invite you to do that and, you know, say, hey, Tony, why don't you go ahead and put that song together, man? You record it. See how it goes. Either that or say, uh, Tony, you might uh, just leave that one alone. You know, just whatever, whatever you're thinking, that's fine. That You know, let me know. But uh, speaking of feelings, I want to talk about uh, how long things like this can go on. I mean, we know things are bad, right? You do that. You do. I mean, you do know that, right? Things are bad. And you might wonder, like I do sometimes, how long can it go on? You might have noticed a, a couple of bad things happening in the past few years, right? A couple? Yeah, a couple of bad things every second of every day, maybe. There seems to be no bottom to the abyss of evil that people are willing to climb down into. And just when you think you couldn't possibly hear anything worse, Somebody comes up with something worse. There might not be anything new under the sun, but how long can it go on with a, without the whole world being destroyed? I don't for even a moment believe we humans are going to destroy our planet by messing with the ozone or throwing trash in the ocean or even blowing ourselves to smithereens with nuclear weapons. We're not going to destroy the world. We might kill all of ourselves, but not, not the world. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I, I know we should cl- uh, live cleanly and live peaceably with our neighbors as much as it's within our power to do so. The Bible tells us that. But I know that as long as the earth remains, there will be everything we need to live. How do I know that? Well, God tells me that in His Word. However, there will come a time when this world will end. That day might be as close as your next breath, and it might still be many, many years away, but it will happen. Because we human beings are just plain despicable to one another, and one day God is going to say, no more. That's the bad and sinister-sounding news. So, are you ready for some good news? Well, here it is. You were created to be eternal. Your soul, and hopefully spirit, will last forever. And you have two eternal locations to choose from. Now, you've heard the old real estate adage that says it's all about location, 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 right? Well, that's even more true in the case of where you'll live forever. One location won't have any lights, and it won't even have light switches. The other will be lit up gloriously, and it'll shine like diamonds and gold. So, which one are you going to choose? Now, let me say this. Don't wait to choose because you don't know when it'll be time to go. You don't know. I wrote a song back in 1990 on this topic, and it's pretty sinister sounding. And um, I put the lyrics on TonyFunderberg.com forward slash how long can it go on. But uh, I'm going to share a motel room recording of it on this week's Rhyme and Reason podcast. This is How Long Can It Go On?
Okay, I'll leave it to you to answer it for yourself today. Um, but I recommend that if you haven't already done so, check out what God says about these kinds of things. Uh, he wrote a book. It's called The Bible, best-selling book of all time. Uh, second place isn't even in the uh, rearview mirror. But um, I'd like to thank you for joining me here again on this week's Rhyme and Reason podcast. Uh, please share the rhymes and reasons with your friends and family. Let's stay connected, okay? Is that all right? Um, I'd like you to join my Rhyme and Reason Club. There are links to that on my website. When you do, I'll send you free music and and uh, a book for kids, for little kids. I think you'll get a kick out of it. I know they will. And you can discover my other ebooks on Amazon.com or Smashwords. You can subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. And if you do and you listen to it and you enjoy it, please leave me a, a 14-star review, even though they only go up to five. Um, you can also subscribe to this on Google Play. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, circle me on Google+, follow me on Twitter, watch my videos on YouTube. You can even find me on Facebook. Imagine that, that little bitty social media channel over there in blue. And uh, that does it again, like I said, for this week's episode of the Rhyme and Reason podcast. I'm Tony Funderburk, and until next time, may God bless you and keep you.